When WCHV went on the air in 1933, banks were failing, investors were panicking, and the government started sending people money to calm them down. And here we are, ready to help you through it again. Joe, Joe Thomas in the morning. Thank you for letting us be of service to you. 434-964-1075. Just checking south of town. Uh, just get a heads up. That traffic light that they put in is not apparently doing any good uh, for anyone uh, because we got about a mile uh, back up coming into Red Hill Road because of the traffic light there. Uh, and the problems that it's causing, but it's because of the extra volume out there uh, coming into Red Hill Road. Joining us from what I hope has got uh, a better traffic pattern, Dubai. Lord only knows they've only just built the cities in there, <laughs> it seems like, in the last 20 years. So I'd hope that traffic control patterns are as modern as they can be. He's Mark Morano, producer of the great films um, Climate Hustle and Climate Hustle 2, uh, but uh, founder of C-Fact as well as uh, the Climate Depot, a function of C-Fact. Uh, there, Mark, uh, they're reporting on COP28. How are you doing, uh, I guess, this afternoon over there? First of all, what you said about Dubai, amazing city here, modern, well art, well designed architecture, impressive. Even the vehicles are you know high end SUVs, American cars, Mercedes, BMW. It's not like a trip to Europe where you see all the little eco cars and the smart cars and the little tiny ones. Uh, just a, a city that embraced fossil fuel development and prosperity. And they've embraced it with vigor, creativity, and without a, mostly without apology. So, so the crown prince, as I understand, at the opening of COP28, said, I don't know what all your problem is with fossil fuels, uh, yes. and, and, and is now trying to backwalk this. Take us into that one, because that was fascinating to me. Yeah, it was, the, it was actually the U.N. Climate Summit president, Sultan Al-Jabbar, who made the comment scientifically accurate. He said... Uh, the, the idea that the UN limiting net zero to 1.5 degrees had no science to support it. And if we all follow the fossil fuel free world the UN is promoting, we'd all be living in caves. And we were all applauding him. Uh, and he's actually 100% correct because even the UN scientists, when climate case broke, admitted that the temperature goals of the UN at 2 degrees, 1.5 degrees Celsius, that you hear about in the media, we must reach these temperatures, this is part of net zero. Scientists say they admitted in these emails that it was pulled from thin air, that there's no science to support it. So he was actually accurate. The problem is he's he's facing the whole world out. Think of it like a corporate CEO who says something accidentally true, and then he faces all the woke pressure Mm -hmm. from all the activists and investors and shareholders and media. And so they're now backtracking what they're saying. And they're saying, oh, of course we support that. Oh, he meant to say this, but, but it still was nice that he said it. 
Well, and, and you're in a country that, I mean, aside from being an oil producing nation, though, you know, the modern, you know, uh, uh, the modern cleanliness of a, of a country like this, uh, is also something to look at. The British minister, I guess they have a net zero minister as well, said as much was quoted, uh, apparently told parliament, uh, that fossil fuels aren't the problem. It's the, it's the way we burn them and we just have to figure out a way to burn them more cleanly. And that set everyone's hair, pardon the pun, on fire as well. Well, well, what's interesting about that is, you know, the United States did that. Yeah. We used fossil fuels, coal, and when we replaced it with horizontal fracking, natural gas, and our emissions dropped, if you care about producing CO2, we led the world. Well, all the other, you know, when Donald Trump pulled us out of the Paris Agreement and all the countries were looking down on us and sneering and doing the global shaming that John Kerry talked about, we literally led the world, and we beat all the signatories of the U.N. Paris Agreement in reducing the emissions. And we did it not by eliminating fossil fuels, not by regulation, but by innovation and shifting to natural gas fracking. So it's nonsense, all that. But this is a very insidious summit, Joe. This is collapse of energy, agriculture, food. They're actually calling John Kerry came like a climate potentate, and he literally decreed that global coal must be stopped and that we were going to stop permitting any new coal plants. Mm-hmm. UN delegates circulating a petition to come after American natural gas. Uh, a side note is 200 medical journals are pushing for climate to be listed as a public health emergency, which would give them COVID-like lockdown powers. Yes, that was In addition to that, the UN has a, has a plastics treaty going on, where the UN wants to control global plastic supply and regulate it and restrict it and make it more expensive which is going to affect everything from food production and preparation to pharmaceuticals to clothing, you name it, every aspect, transportation, that relies on plastic. So it's just nuts. This is Soviet-style planning taking over the world, and we have the United States delegation not only embracing this agenda, but pushing it to go even further, further. Camilla Harris bragging about $3 billion to send to the U.N. Climate Fund to keep the developing world poor. The U.N.'s going to give it to dictators, well, it's only fair, Mark. She was bragging about going to all these Caribbean nations, which I believe were slave countries before the United States were, and after we weren't, and her grandfather was a slave owner on one of them, and bragging about how much money she was going to send there for the, the dictators of these little uh, you know, Caribbean countries now on top of that. But yeah, but you, you hit on what I wanted to, to get into, uh, you know, two points. Number one, this, this UN resolution against American industry. If, if, if a, if a bunch of world governments all got together and attacked America, what do you think our reaction would be? Because that's how I read this was, was the rest of the world saying we attack the United States. Maybe not with bombs, but with box. That's exactly what they're doing, but here's the difference. They're attacking us, but we have, they have the willing participation of our entire leadership. John Kerry, selling us out. Camilla Harris, selling us out. The, the entire State Department delegation here, selling us out. And the, the WHO pandemic treaty, Biden administration wants to actually go further than the WHO does, with this, you know, giving the WHO power to have global instant lockdowns if they declare a public health um, pandemic. So, we have a situation where we aren't we are being attacked externally, but with the full willing support internally. Just as though you know, just like when Marcus was Ronald Reagan's warning and 
and it was actually I think it was Nikita Khrushchev, the Russian president, who said, "America will fall from within, and we're falling with willing collaborators mm-hmm. on our side." Net zero, make no mistake, has to be stopped. It is the most insidious, anti-human, un-American, insane resolution ever put forth that's been accepted pretty much by every country on the globe. It's insane. It gives complete license to unelected bureaucrats to control every aspect of our life Mm -hmm. to somehow improve the weather. This is nuts, and we need to have politicians now including every Republican office holder, say, no net zero, stop net zero, we are bailing out. This is an anti-human, insane Soviet-style system. Well, and that's what both of your movies are so brilliant in the way they lay out that this is a cash grab for the oligarchs. And and people say, well, well, how could communism be about... Communism was funded by the rich. Because the rich were promised protection by the by the Soviets by the by the communists, and because they knew they needed money from something, so they protected the rich class and they and they went after the middle class, and that's exactly what's happening here. And what really frightens me is now they're going to use, as you said, these COVID-style health emergencies. Their their argument is the one degree higher temperature that they're claiming we have uh, is causing all these severe storms. And every storm is a is a winter storm emergency, a summer storm emergency. It's a super storm. It's a you know, we've, we've attached all these adjectives. Are the newsrooms of America getting paid extra for this kind of promotional nonsense? They are actually a good question. We have all these major billionaire funded foundations from the uh, Rockefeller to Bill Gates, uh, and they're funding everything from Reuters to Associated Press to NPR, and they literally are funding climate desks, they're what they're called. And these are the billionaires, the Bloomberg, Bill Gates, and they're funding these media desks, and guess what? They're getting, they're getting paid press releases masquerading as journalism. This is bought and paid for media. They're absolutely getting paid for it. To, to write this crap, and it's all written as a campaign. Imagine their campaign, uh, communi- uh, you know, campaign manager. They're writing press releases, and anything that, that makes the candidate look bad gets suppressed and si- censored and silenced and, and ignored. And it's all written as a narrative, and that's what they're writing. And it's, it's a campaign cause. The media is complicit in this entire scam. Well, that's why we need to help what you do out at CFACT and, and Climate Depot. Uh, Mark Morano, I appreciate it. Keep, you know, if you can help them out, uh, could, because chasing this, I think that we make enough headway that they lose their minds and they, and they hold events like this and they try to rub our nose in it, uh, because when the common sense gets laid out there, I still think we're holding our own against them despite being outspent like a hundred thousand to one. Yeah, because we have common sense on our side. And by the way, I just was interviewed by French TV, and they told me that climate skepticism has risen dramatically in France in the last two years. And you know why? The only possible explanation, because people witnessed firsthand the science behind the COVID lockdowns, vaccine mandates, mask mandates. And I think a huge segment of the population no longer trusts these institutions they once did, public health and their science that's pushing the climate scare. The scary bit is what comes next when that crashes, and that's going to be the hard bit. Hopefully people haven't lost where they kept the Declaration of Independence in the U.S. Constitution. Uh, uh, Mark, you keep it up. Uh, enjoy Dubai. Uh, what's coming up today, or I guess today's almost over. What's coming up tomorrow at uh, COP28? Actually, tomorrow, you won't believe it, is a day of rest. 
Uh, they're actually, uh, they, they have a day where they're just going to have no event schedule. Everyone's going to rest and recover, apparently, because they've been doing, when you're saving the planet, it's exhausting work. So, actually, that is the plan for tomorrow. Nothing. It's and actually, that's the, the most successful day. We should all be cheering this. We should make every day a day of rest at this UN summit. That's how you save there's people on the planet. There are going to be people who are going to be mad at me for calling it this, but it sounds like the climate Sabbath. You know, it's a, yeah, I, that's a, the climate Sabbath. Uh, and uh, the, uh, on this oh, climate Sabbath. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get emails about that one. Mark, God bless you, sir. Thank you for reporting <laughs> from uh, Dubai and uh, and keep keep the fires lit there. All right. All right, thank you very much. Appreciate it. We have been around for almost 90 years. Blame on both sides. And not a sign of any slowing down. But you also had very fine people on both sides. Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV.